The Playmaker. Hi, I'm Chloe and this is The Playmaker. One story every day to make sense of the world of football. Today, have West Ham permanently damaged their reputation? Earlier this week, a disturbing video emerged of West Ham's Kurt Zuma kicking and slapping his pet cat. Condemnation was swift. I couldn't watch it all. I, I just, I felt sick. I felt, um, I felt, I just felt sick. I still do now. Not somebody that cries often, but I, I just cried. I just, and that might sound, sound weak to some listeners, but it's, it's, it's abhorrent what he's done. He's, you know, the cat, the cat that he's hurt, they can't speak to him. Animals can't speak. The RSPCA removed Kurt Zuma's pets from his home. Adidas revoked his boot sponsorship deal. West Ham fined him £250,000 and donated the money to animal welfare charities. Uh, West Ham have also uh, released a statement this afternoon. Now, in it, they say that they and Kurt Zuma are cooperating uh, fully with both the investigation by the RSPCA and the investigation by Essex Police. They say that the player himself is extremely remorseful and they say that both the player and the club fully understand the depth of feeling and the need for action to be taken. But did West Ham really understand the depth of feeling? If they did, surely they wouldn't have allowed Kurt Zuma to play against Watford on Tuesday. Actions speak louder than words. And by putting Kurt Zuma on the team sheet, West Ham's actions made their words look empty. West Ham's season ticket holder and columnist and broadcaster, Dawn Neeson. Dawn, I'll start with you. I know you were shocked when you heard that this guy was going to be played by his team last night. Would you agree with me that it was basically the club sticking two fingers up at everybody, uh, their own supporters, ev- everybody in the country, and saying, whatever we might say about taking this seriously, actually, because we're playing him tonight, we couldn't give a stuff. We I, don't care. I, I think there was a lot of hypocrisy involved. And I was, as, as I said, Richard, I was absolutely stunned when he was selected. I just thought, at the very least, don't play Yet again, a club seemed to be putting sporting success ahead of anything else. In a high-stakes, high-value environment, clubs want their best players on the pitch at all times. And often, scandals die down and players can get on with their careers. But it does seem like West Ham misjudged the mood. This was how David Moyes reacted to the video of his player kicking and slapping a cat. Have you seen the video? Yes, I have, yeah. How did you feel when you saw it? As I said, really, really disappointed because I'm a a big animal lover. And this is how he justified picking Kurt Zuma for the game against Watford. I'm really disappointed. And uh, the club have taken all the actions that they, they can do at the moment and they're they're... No working on that behind the scenes. My job's to try and pick a team and pick the best team, which gives me the best chance at West Ham, and uh, Kurt was part of that team. But West Ham didn't need to play Kurt Zuma against Watford, a team second bottom of the table that's only won four matches this season, which makes you wonder why they did it. Kurt Zuma faces a long road ahead. The RSPCA and Essex Police are still investigating. 
there's even a chance he may face prosecution in his native France. But West Ham, a club usually thought of as a club that does excellent work in the community, has some soul-searching to do. All because of another footballing decision. Thanks for listening to The Playmaker. It's made by a team of us at a newsroom called Tortoise, where we make lots of other podcasts you might like too. To get future episodes of The Playmaker ad-free and early access to our weekly slow newscast, you can subscribe to Tortoise on Apple+. Today's story was written by me, Chloe Beresford, and produced by Ella Hill. The Playmaker.